0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Four the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 291, broken up into two parts A and B. B. Thank you. 289, sorry, 291A, posting on 816, will be a discussion on the action-packed bullet train, and 291B, posting on 819, will be a discussion on 13 Lives on Amazon Prime, directed by Ron Howard. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Ladybug Maxwell. I had to give myself Brad Pitt's call sign. Joining me, as he does every week, is my co-host Roger Lemon. <laughs> Still, and, yes, and our our perma guest Chris would have been Tangerine, but mm. he's not here. So, what's going on, Roger? How are you this week?
1: Oh, you know, living the ger- living the dream. Hmm. Mm.
0: And, and what is that dream for you?
1: I don't choose to discuss this with you, sir. <laughs>
0: that's such a that's such a 2022 cop-out way of saying i don't want to talk about that but okay okay what's what's going on in your life anything
1: oh not a whole lot you know it's weird the weather it's not hot here it's like it's cold um like it's fall and i don't understand why that is it's the middle of august it should be as hot as it's supposed to get you know right, global... it should
0: be. it's supposed to be i mean
1: <laughs> global warming is fake <laughs> <laughs> unless you're in like Europe where they're getting just scorched and there's no water and it's awesome. The world is dying. Yay. Yay for us.
0: You know, I actually started, um, I started the first 20 minutes of that movie gold. Uh, there. with
1: Zac was, Efron,
0: with Zac Efron in the desert. I actually started, I fell asleep to it, but I was, it was, I was, so it was like one 30 in the morning when I started, it was so late, but I actually really, I, I got to finish that this week. I, I really enjoyed the first 20 minutes of that though. That made me think of that, but yeah, um, that that can't be fun. That's fun to nobody, nobody, nobody. Um, what's going on? I I'm just working. Um, we just finished week seven of ten, shooting on the feature I'm working on for Netflix. Looking Mm. forward to that one being done. Looking forward to a nice long wrap. So that's exciting. However, I am excited to move on to my next project. I have a couple of things possibly in the pipeline. Um, maybe Hawaii. I don't want to say a movie it is, but it's, it's 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 a big deal. So I um maybe going to Hawaii for a couple of months. I hope anyway. Mm. But uh, if I don't, I won't be too disappointed because I have a couple other, I like got a couple other things here in the States that big movies that I might be able to get on as well. So that, that aren't in Hawaii? That are not correct in Hawaii. Mm. I, I, I wish they all were, but yeah, oh well. Spending, there's worse things in the world than spending six months in Hawaii, you know, for free. There's worse things in the world.
1: <laughs> like what?
0: Like not spending <coughs> six months in while. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're definitely the worse thing. Oh man, oh man. Would you watch anything else? I watched a couple of things this week, Roger. Um, what did you watch? You know what? Somehow I never watched. Somehow it escaped. I never watched it. Um, the dilemma with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James.
1: Which uh, one is that?
0: Vince, uh, Vince Vaughn, and Kevin James—they're best friends. They're working in. They're creating a new engine for chrysler and um they're dating respectively the characters played by what's her name um who's paul bettany's wife she was in beautiful mind um yeah. yeah i can't think of her name but and the other ones were winona Ryder, and winona Ryder's cheating on kevin james and vince vaughn's character finds out and he's like debating on it's it's, it's one of those like there was oh, that jennifer connelly
1: is yeah, yeah, paul bettany's wife
0: yeah, yeah jennifer connelly um this wasn't that time when he did like Delivery Man, he did the Dilemma, and maybe two others that are like they're like dramedies. But this was actually pretty funny. <laughs> this okay. Was really funny when, when he's fighting a half-naked Channing Tatum in the street. <laughs> it's actually yes. pretty funny. Uh, who is coincidentally in this movie as well. <laughs> Makes uh,
1: a quick appearance in Bullet Train. Bullet Train. Which is
0: well, awesome. Right. It is indeed. Uh, yes, I was very surprised to see Channing Tatum in Bullet Train. I watched a couple other things. Um, I, re- I revisited a couple other movies. Uh, watched Backdraft again with Kurt Russell.
1: Awesome movie. Love and Backdraft. Movies. Think we need an updated version of it.
0: I, I mean, I just want to just a re-release of Backdraft would be great. I don't think you're going to be Kurt Russell. So uh... and Kurt
1: Russell's still alive. He can be in Backdraft. <laughs> so I'm just not going to believe he's playing the same role.
0: <laughs> oh, no, he can't play the same role. But, I mean, I no, mean he I can
1: have... be Bull. He just has to be, you know, old Bull.
0: But I really, right. really love that movie. That movie's great. Uh, I watched, again, Eurovision, Story of Fire Saga, which it always makes me laugh. That movie is fucking hilarious. It's brilliant. Yeah. You want to know it. what I watched this week? would you watch? Way better than all
1: the garbage that you watched.
0: What? Backtrack? Uh,
1: I mean, compared to what I'm about to tell you, yes. Oh. Uh, finally, Edge of Tomorrow came out on 4K Blu-ray. So, yeah. Hmm.
0: Okay. I mean, that's Think about that's- what I said. Edge of Tomorrow yep. was great. Edge of Tomorrow is a 10. Like one of the yeah. few 10s in the world that's definitely a 10.
1: Yep. 100%. What's up. Told you. I'm excited
0: for this. Just, just the sequel is still, is still in, in production, I hope, or still at least happening. I
1: mean, so, I'm down for it. Give it know. to me.
0: Watched well, a couple other things, but also did a lot of work, um, hung out with some friends, and now I'm doing a podcast with you. I did
1: finish Ted Lasso season two again. again. Good for you. Yeah, man. so I'm done with it. Uh, I also killed a bunch of people in Fortnite several times this week. Many make, victories in Fortnite, yes,
0: that make you feel good about yourself. The same way that Billy Bob said it in Bad Santa. Yeah, beat some kids up today. felt feel, feel pretty good about it. Felt
1: pretty good. Yeah, every time. I have, you know I flex on them. Did my sweet John Cena emote. You know you can't see me. Fortnite,
0: yeah. some some tiny indie game that no one's played. That yeah. Maybe one of the biggest games of all time, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. As far as playership goes. But yeah. It's it, up
1: there. That's yeah, for sure. sure.
0: Good weeks for both. We got some good weeks coming up. We're going into, I mean, supposedly we're going into this for the fall, which is good movie season, but we'll get into it in a little bit. That may not be the case this year. But I did
1: have a nice family barbecue at one point. Brother in law's birthday. There you go. So that was nice. Yeah, it was good. What'd you eat? Uh, ribs.
0: Ribs are good. Ribs are fantastic.
1: Ribs and Bush Light.
0: Especially when they're sitting in like a, a grill or a smoker all day, oh man, so good. Oh
1: yeah, they were, uh, yeah, meat candy.
0: Just fall off the bone is just that's the best. Oh my gosh. All right, this is episode two hundred ninety-one of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at five AM on podcast on Podbean, which then <laughs> distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, can't speak today, and Amazon Music. Each and every week we start with the box office current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, let us jump into the box office. And a surprise to no one, Bullet Train did very well again. 13.4 million, Mm -hmm. bringing total 114 worldwide. That's good. We're going to talk about that one. DC League of Super Pets number two, 7.2 million, bringing this worldwide to 109. A very disappointing movie in my eyes. But Top Gun Maverick number three, still pulling in 7.2 months later. That's one. Three seven eight billion dollars, good for you, Top Gun. Thor: Love and Thunder number four, five point three million domestic. Total seven hundred twenty million worldwide. Nope. Number five, five point three million domestic, bringing in one hundred thirteen million worldwide, one hundred thirteen point eight, almost one fourteen. Money, 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 money. No, I don't think it's. Changing. I'm. I'm so happy to see Top Gun is still in the top top five. That's incredible. I don't I just I don't I don't get it.
1: But Well, have you noticed how much how far down movie viewership is this week? Like things have kinda cliffed probably for the summer.
0: Well, but this is where you charge to cliff Yeah. For, you know, I mean people get ready to go back to school, people you know have things they want to get done by the end of the summer. Yeah,
1: school starts next week in a lot of places, so
0: Yes, sir indeed. Uh but yeah, no, this is historically where things start to fall off like a kind of like a it's like cliff. So, but we'll see. I mean, I always look forward to these days going in and when I was working at Carmike uh, and when I was in high school because it's slower and it just, I mean, you're getting paid the same hourly wage anyway. Do you want to be? Do you want it to be a million people or do you want it to be 10?
1: I mean, I would rather play Pokemon behind the, uh, behind the concession stand than help people all day. So it's fine.
0: But let's be honest. You did that.
1: <laughs> That's weird. I, mean, I would never do that at work.
0: You worked entire shifts as a manager, never leaving the office playing on your ds i know you did
1: not the entire shift i had to come in and out <laughs> and probably go to the bathroom
0: i mean once or twice yeah Come, come
1: refill out. my drink thank you
0: you got for free? My, yeah, of course. my free drink <laughs> oh your life was so hard back then oh my goodness
1: it was but that's back before i could watch tv on my phone so
0: oh man the day's Kids will never know how hard life was before everything is right at your fingertips. And how
1: terrible it was to have to play Pokemon on a physical object.
0: That's <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: Just beating oh up Grayson's Pokemon all day because he's a terrible player.
0: I I never once played with you.
1: <laughs> sure you didn't. I never. So no. like, sounds like something a loser would say.
0: We're not even going to perpetuate this. That's never happened. And first of all, I didn't. I wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would never happen. No, no, no. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my goodness. You are terrible. hmm mm-hmm. Let's look at some stuff coming up, shall we, sir?
1: All right, loser. What's up?
0: <laughs> wow, okay. This is going to get annoying. August 12th, which is this past weekend, brought us Fall, Inuo, Mac, and Rita. Did it. But also, but also on none of those, if you notice, none of those charted. Um, Swing and a miss. Also... On Netflix, Day Shift, the vampire movie with uh, Jamie Foxx. Uh, Which I believe is
1: number one as of this morning.
0: It was I this think. Yeah. Uh, E.T. did re-release on IMAX. Uh, that's pretty cool if you want to see would
1: that of be pretty nifty
0: yeah, to see? Definitely be, definitely Small win.
1: movie, E.T., probably never heard of it.
0: Small non-historical film that you probably never even heard of being re-released. Um, Beast. On this coming Friday, Beast and Dragon Ball Super Superhero in IMAX. August 26th, The Invitation. Samaritan, which is an Amazon Prime. 3,000 years of longing. Friday the 2nd, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. And (coughs) Spider-Man, No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. Mm -hmm. The 8th, which is a Thursday, is Pinocchio on Disney+. Then that Friday, which is the 9th, is Barbarian. September 16th, Friday... Moonage Daydream, that's that's theatrical on IMAX, and The Woman King. I have a feeling that movie's gonna, right. be, gonna do better. That
1: movie, out of everything that you said, is the only movie I might care about.
0: Well, I mean, might care about, and we have to watch a few though. So
1: that's well. I mean, besides like Dragon Ball, not a much, not a whole lot of that piques my interest. Beast might be okay. Yeah, I was just there, say there's there's a lot of subpar. In this lineup coming up,
0: yeah, I, I agree with you. Although I'm kind of curious about Pinocchio, and it's going to be on Disney Plus, so I don't have to go anywhere to watch it. But I, I am very curious about what that's going to turn out to be. So I might, I definitely have to check that one out myself. That is damn sure. Um, and then September 23rd, a big day for James Cameron fans: Avatar re-release, and this, of course, after 10,000 years, the sequel is finally coming out this December, at least allegedly. It's got a date. We're seeing trailers. So, until it actually until it actually debuts, we won't know, but supposedly it's coming out.
1: Never heard of it.
0: Blonde and Don't Worry Darling, all on September 23rd. September 30th, Bros, Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus, Smile. By the way, when we start talking about the movies, I have some comments before we get into the actual movie about Smile. But mm. October, October starts off strong with Lyle Lyle Crocodile, which I think is actually going to do pretty decent money. And then October 14th, Halloween ends. Did you did you hear my sigh, people? Did you hear my sigh? I hope you heard it. I didn't White, hear it. White Bird, A Wonder Story. It's funny. An extreme rated R and probably an extreme not rated R on the same day. Interesting. Uh, Black Adam, Ticket to Paradise, both on October 21. <laughs>
1: is it Black Adam hyphen Ticket to
0: Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. It is not. <laughs> October 28 is Pray for the Devil Until Goes goes Expanded. Well, that takes us all the way up through October. Looking at November, just some big ones in November. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Big movie. Yeah. And Devotion, the World War II fighter plane movie we saw a trailer for, and Strange World, which may may do decent business. Those are the only three of note I see here that I would – Spellbound, Armageddon time, Amsterdam. Yeah, the
1: second is that his follow up sequel to Armageddon.
0: No, I mean I oh. wish I, I do love Michael Bay, uh, but then, yeah. So we'll get into it. But oh, you know what else I watched around this week and made me think about it is um, Olympus and London have fallen.
1: What about Angel Has Fallen?
0: No, I'll watch that this week. I can only. That's so why only... you
1: didn't hit up the trilogy.
0: No, Mike Banning is back. <laughs> Mike Banning is back trilogy, which. Night has fallen is now slated, Roger. It's coming out.
1: Good. So I want give to me you, all the Mike Banning.
0: Do you do you think that's going to be a swan song for Mike Banning? No. Like that he's he's going to die. I have a feeling he's not going to survive this movie.
1: <laughs> who lives better? Ba- who lives longer, John Wick or Mike Banning?
0: I mean, they're both indestructible killing machines. So Oh boy. I miss like the award-winning line in in um London has fallen when they, when they make it to the MI6 safe house and he hands the president a glass of water and says, I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. <laughs> why, is, why is that light in the movie? Why is that light in the movie? I mean,
1: because listen, sometimes you get fucking thirsty. and Let's <laughs> Mike, just
0: Mike to stay hydrated so you can continue to kill. Yeah.
1: You don't you don't get to be Mike Banning without proper hydration techniques.
0: You know, it's something I guess I I hadn't really paid much attention to before in those movies. As many times I've seen them, and for as many movies as we've talked about those those uncut sequences that we love so much as well choreographed from the time that um, the Banning and Delta Team start to assault the um, start to assault the, the the hideout in the downtown London to try to get the president back. That's like a seven minute uncut action sequence. Yeah, it's
1: a good run. It's a and good run of bang and blown up shit.
0: Yeah, you get Mike Banning just killing people and throwing grenades and blowing up cars with miniguns attached. It's great. It's fucking great. I love Mike Banning.
1: Speaking of Mike Banning, I forgot to mention this when you asked me what I watched this week. I did uh, catch the second half of Greenland. It was on um, like Stars or something, and I just happened to be flipping through, and I watched like the last hour or so of that. So the movie's pretty good.
0: I think we did not give it its just reward when we watched it. I also had not this week, but I've seen it, you know, within the past month, and I thought it was better than what we talked about it.
1: Well, I mean, Greenland, come, Greenland was a weird movie that kind of kept getting delayed, you know, because it was like that first yeah, movie that, that was, was like, like after yeah. everything shut yeah. down, yeah. And so, I mean, it,
0: it was it was all right though. It, I think it worked.
1: They're making a second one. Are they really? Oh, yeah, like what's after? Like what happens after? And I, I'm okay with that.
0: Oh well, yeah, that I think it'd be super interesting actually. Mm-hmm. All right, that's your what's coming up. Uh, the next couple months are kind of. Next few weeks are kind of. slow. <laughs>
1: It seems like we're getting back to the standard, you know, October, September, October on exactly the biggest times of the year for the movie industry. So,
0: no, no, October is, though. It should be. It's, it's not, it's, though. It's August, it's in September that aren't. October usually starts the Oscar winner or Oscar contender stuff.
1: You just think it kicks off with Halloween ends?
0: Well, no, I mean, this oh. year, no. But, I mean, mm. in, past, in past years, October's released some pretty strong stuff. Mm. But anyway, so that's if you don't go to the movies in the next few weeks, I, I guess for the first time in history, I wouldn't blame you because uh, there's nothing really
1: looking at the slate.
0: <laughs> looking at this very blank slate, of course.
1: Oh no, it's got it's full of stuff. Just it's just stuff.
0: All right, what's streaming this week? Let's take a look at it was Amazon. Very aggressive. I was, uh, and I meant for it to be because Ooh. the first movie, the first movie on this list shares. Three principal actors with the movie we watched tonight, or we're going to talk about right now, is "The Lost City" is available on Amazon Prime to stream for free. Directed by Aaron Nee, Sandra Bullock, Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, Stephen Lang, 2022. Remember that's why are you so good looking? My dad was a weatherman. My father
1: was a weatherman.
0: As he, as he, as he, as are he, you so handsome? <laughs> as he like. Brushes his hair to the left, and a gust of wind catches his golden locks and takes mm-hmm. him to the left. Great. Also the same move where he gets shot in the head and comes back. He
1: survives.
0: Everything you're doing over there, Roger, man, it's very apparent. That, Mike, you're, 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 it's worth the money because it picks up everything.
1: That's good. <laughs> All mind. I did was start cleaning my glasses. <laughs> there you go. All right, then.
0: Well, sound like something you hear that?
1: hear that? That's, that's paper running against... <laughs>
0: Well, sound like something dropped on the table or something. I don't think okay. so. Number number two, Train to Busan, directed by Sang-ho Yun, Gang-ho Yumi jung Sorry if I mispronounce these names. Mahjong suk Sim su Kim. That's 2016. If you remember, uh, one of our uh, Nick, who's on the show for a while, he really championed this movie. He loved it, Train to Busan. But you know, it's a it's a survivors of a zombie outbreak, fight their way to the front of a, of a bullet train. So I think, eh, you know, they got bullet trains in common. Why not just start on the list today? And Train Busan's is actually pretty good. It's actually very well-reviewed. So uh, that if it, if you have an interest, uh, Train Busan is also available for free. And a third one I picked, just because I like these weird-ass movies, and I think there's more to them than most critics will bother to fish out of them, but Huntsel and Gretel, Witch Hunters.
1: <coughs> with with Renner?
0: Yeah, with Renner and uh, Gemma Arterton. Mm. Um, Peter Stormare, Femke Jensen, Robin Atkin Downs. 2013, that's a fun little... I mean, you can really have some fun with that one. Maybe ha- maybe uh, after dinner one night, you throw it on, have a beer. I think that's a really kind of a fun, neat little movie that happens to have two Oscar... One's an Oscar winner, one's an Oscar nominee. Um, people and I, I think that's great. So uh, those are your movies. The Lost City, Train to Busan, Hustle and Gretel, Witch Hunters, all available to watch if you have Amazon... Prime. Prime. Right, let's talk about some trailers. What do you think about
1: uh, which trailer?
0: Mm, I didn't write them down, but mm. here we go. Okay, what do you let's talk about the banshees of in in Syrian. Wait, in a Sheeran.
1: Okay. So, Call so- Carol- the <laughs> Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Got you. Of- um, I have no idea what this movie's supposed to be about.
0: Well, it's just about two dudes who just don't like each other.
1: And uh, no, apparently they did, and now suddenly they don't. So, I mean, I what mean, is this yeah. fucking junior high?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's. A, I mean, they were Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson were in, in Bruges* together. That's that's also a pretty little, a great little movie. But I mean, you could it's a. I mean, it's you could do a script with just two dudes who just don't fucking want to be around each other anymore. And yeah, I'm good with
1: it. As long as it comes to fist fighting, every time that they're together, I'm here for it.
0: Or cutting
1: I off, love, his fingers. I love well, cutting off his own fingers. Though I don't get that.
0: I I didn't. I'm not. I I didn't either. But I think it's just like it's this the shock factor I'm supposed to get to Colin, <clears> get <throat> to his character. Like stop talking to me. Or I'm Look, if, if, if me.
1: one of my friends suddenly became a giant dick to me more than normal and was like, "If you don't quit talking to me, I'm going to cut my fingers off." Be like, "Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I bet you won't, liar."
0: Make sure you make sure you call him every day. Hey, man, what's yeah.
1: up? What's up, four fingers, three fingers, two <laughs> fingers?
0: <laughs> what up, dog?
1: First thing you call him a ninja turtle, you know, because they don't have all the fingers.
0: Um, I'm really excited for this one. I want to see what they can do. I like, I love Brendan Gleeson. I love Colin Farrell. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm here for it. I just want to. Yeah, see I them. mean,
1: well, you got some good actors there, and that's all you can really ask for. So, I
0: mean, most, I mean, stuff we get today, those gunfights, or I mean, you know, we just championed, you know, Mike Banning, the Mike Banning trilogy. <laughs> So, but then that's all about gunfights and, you know, action. sir,
1: you mean the Mike banning quadrilogy?
0: <laughs> well, right now it's only a trilogy. So it's only a trilogy right now. Uh, but I mean, it's always nice now and again to have a movie. that Doesn't have gunfights, car chases. It's just, uh, just a character piece with two guys who just don't like each other, man.
1: And Mike banning.
0: And sure. Throw Mike banning in the mix. Why not? Let's talk about John wick chapter four.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Hey, John wick I, chapter four is coming. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother.
0: <laughs> um, okay so this one roger i think it's been a while since we've talked about doing this but i really do think we should do a um a lead up to john wick for like a kind of like a watch party <laughs>
1: you telling me i need a reason to watch all three john wick movies consecutively in the well, same setting
0: i thought maybe because, we, could, you know, we could we know we could watch them bullshit and then do a show right afterwards just talking about how awesome all the ownage is
1: i mean but- that's how I, i've already lived my life like that for weekends at a time like what go. are you watching john wick uh, yeah, of course I am.
0: John Wick. Um, what is, else would I be watching? Just, uh, it's just a teaser trailer. Uh, the same people behind the camera, same people in front of the camera.
1: Like uh, John Wick?
0: John Wick. Um, what's his, who's Morpheus? What's his name? Um,
1: Lawrence Fishburne.
0: Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne approaches John and says, are you ready? And then we see some action kick off, and we see some awesome swords fighting, and you see one of my favorite sequences. Someone jumps jumps off of a, off, off of like a step, puts their knee into someone's chest, takes them to the ground, and then immediately pulls an arrow out of their quiver and shoots, and shoots, in shoots them head. in
1: the face. Yes.
0: <laughs> awesome. And then not two seconds later, point blank range, someone axe throws a big axe into someone's head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would go so far as to say that he shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Sorry, bro. That's why right. I was throwing my axe. You stood there. I love that
1: it's in like the middle of a rave too.
0: <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, but I mean, a lot of those set pieces in John Wick do happen among other things going on. Yep. I mean, that's it, it's very in in universe, and um, you know, I'm. Can we just announce the day when we know that John Wick and Nobody are in the same universe, please? Can <laughs> ja-
1: we? Yeah. Well, I mean, and Atomic Blonde,
0: and Tom. All those movies are on the same. <laughs> How badass would that be? Just to find out that they're all linked. Although Atomic Blonde took place in the in the late place. '80s, yeah, yeah. So that, that doesn't
1: <laughs> mean they couldn't be linked.
0: You're right. You,
1: you know, John came from Russia, so
0: son of a bitch. Well, okay,
1: <laughs> you don't think he could have been in Eastern hey. Bloc Europe in the late '80s?
0: What if? No, I definitely think he could have been. And what if they'd have cast Charlie Theron with the the um, the Connie Nielsen part in? Like that's the one he—that's the girl she that he married. That definitely—that definitely definitely would have linked the universe together and and into one. Well,
1: and what if Hutch from uh, nobody? What if his last CIA mission as the auditor was also in Eastern Bloc Europe at the same time?
0: Oh, mind just blown! Oh my goodness! Oh, if Uh, they—if they don't link these, they're missing a serious cinematic universe
1: you get young john you get young uh young hutch charlize theron you, you listen you're here for it i'm here for it we're here for it
0: anyone would be here for a job the john wick movies are about as good as action as action movies get I i'll mean, write
1: will write a treatment up tonight
0: <laughs> oh yeah please i mean i mean it, it's not it's not too much to say that john wick is now like the gold standard for yeah. That kind of like action, like
1: action, gunplay action. No, probably it's. I mean, John Wick two probably. John Wick was great. John Wick two probably reset the bar to the you know the creme de la creme. So
0: even John Wick three, I don't think was as good as John Wick two, but it did some awesome stunts.
1: Well, so John Wick three broadened their little universe that they're in, so that that's fine. But John Wick two for the gunplay was probably the most important thing that they did so I,
0: I agree and i have a comment about this when we talk about uh, bullet train but um, cool. it's just in the sword play you see in, in john wick t- in j- the trailer is just these are that scene in the end where like they're fighting with swords and guns and they're i mean they're legitimately yeah. blowing bullets one foot from the next i mean usually when you see that shit in a movie it's like this is so stupid but in john wick i'm like yes i accept everything that just happened is reality Yeah,
1: because uh-huh. listen i know his suit will not will stop a bullet from hitting him He's pulling it back across his face so he's not getting hit, you know?
0: I, I often have things about, you know, like, perfect... I mean, I think Keanu Reeves' cast as John Wick is one of those perfect casting choices. One of those <laughs> very, like, in the past 10 years has been, like... There's been, in the past 10 years, there may have been 12 of those. You know what I mean? Like, 12 sure. perfect castings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, think, I just think that works for him. But, I, I mean, look, if you're... Uh, my, a friend of mine... Well, a friend of mine was having, having dinner with someone last, last night said... What was John someone? Wick there? He was not, unfortunately. Oh, he, shit. He said, well, should I jump into John Wick 4? I'm like, you should definitely mm. not jump into John Wick 4 and just... I mean, you're, I'm like, you're not going to be disappointed by watching John Wick 1, 2, and 3. There are worse things in the world than having to watch John Wick 1, 2, and 3. Oh, world. yes.
1: Boo-hoo, baby.
0: <laughs> oh, I got go watch John Wick. Ooh. I am here for it. Now, let's talk about I Am Groot on Disney Plus, the official trailer, uh, this is this is one thing I'm finally like, we don't need this. We just don't need this.
1: Well, I mean, this isn't made for us.
0: Yeah, but I mean, is it still going to be part of the MCU? I
1: mean, it's just shorts, so probably not. I mean, it's just like, I don't consider the Disney Junior Spider-Man cartoon part of the MCU, so... Well, no,
0: that's not... This is part... I mean, Groot is a character ripped directly from the mcu that's happening now spider-man is has many different iterations over different universes but th- i mean there's there's not like you could say i don't know which universe I mean, this is definitely the group from our universe so i mean or the mcu universe that, we, that we're in so i'm just this is a bit much for me i mean
1: do you consider the thor and daryl things part of the mcu thor and daryl mm-hmm.
0: what are those the
1: original shorts where thor had a roommate named daryl just some guy in australia
0: Oh, you never uh, seen those? No, I haven't, but that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's funny, sure.
0: <laughs> uh, I have to go and check those out. I haven't seen those, but, I mean, no, I, I wouldn't consider those. I just think uh-huh. are, they were cashing on Chris Hemsworth, being Chris Hemsworth. Uh, so, okay, I mean, so give me, give me your 10 seconds on I, I Am Groot.
1: I have no desire to watch it.
0: Yeah, but I haven't had a desire to watch, like, the past three they've released. So, I mean...
1: Well, so here's the thing, stuff I actually will watch is She-Hulk comes out this week. I will watch She-Hulk. So.
0: What if it's bad?
1: Yeah, but it's got Daredevil in
0: it. You think that's how they're trying to pull him in?
1: I know it is. He's in here. He's in the show.
0: I mean, are they gonna? is he going to be in a movie coming up? Yes. Mm. I'm just worried because I'm, I'm worried that I, one of my great fears, always my great fear is we're, ne- we're never going to leave this superhero age. We're in this. Things where nothing really matters, but what I'm one of the things I'm worried about is because none of the Marvel movies we've gotten lately, besides Spider Man, that's the one exception, is largely impacted the MCU. I mean, Eternals didn't, uh, Shang-Chi kind of had an impact. We know there's more coming, that was a good um, movie, yeah, it was okay. Um, I'm just worried that Black Panther is going to come out and. It's going to be a product of where we are now and not a product of pushing the MCU storyline forward. That's what I'm worried about. Hmm. But I, mean, I think it's, legit, it's a legitimate worry because Black Panther, you know, Black Panther's, the first one was, was really good. And so I'm, I'm just hoping the second one's also really good, but also remembers it's serving a greater purpose of a story, of a greater story. So, I mean, that's just, is that too much to ask, you think?
1: I mean, sometimes, sure.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. Fair. I thought you were going to side with me, but you did not. I did not. Interesting. So those uh, awesome are some trailers. I'm excited for two of them, not I Am Groot. Although I'm sure it'll get... I'm sure I Am Groot will get wonderful viewership nonetheless on Disney+. Plus. I Am Groot? People, people seem to love him. Uh, all I right. About, I oh, love I'm him. I'm Groot. Vin Diesel. He gets paid way too much money to say I Am Groot. But that's just my opinion. Only my opinion. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Roger, let's jump into the movie of the week, my friend, which is Bullet Train. Yes. are you talk about Bullet Train? All right. Tomato meter on Bullet Train, 53%. Audience score on Bullet Train, 77%. Good. What's your. What's your give me a comment on that.
1: Uh, I mean, listen. They're an Oscar winner, <laughs> but it's fun, well, right? I
0: mean, yes, and I think if there were like if there was such a thing as like a guy movie Oscars, it, it might be up for some. Uh, but I mean,
1: <laughs> the guy movie Oscars, I would host that.
0: Yeah, all. all right, let's talk about Brad Pitt as Ladybug Aaron, Taylor Johnson as Tangerine. Brian Tyree, his Henry, mustache
1: Henry. is strong, it by is, the it way. Is, it,
0: is, it is strong. Brian Tyree Henry is Lemon, Joey King, Zazie Beats, Bad Bunny, Andrew Andrew Koji, Michael Shannon, Hiroki Sonada, the Elder. He's from. Um, he's a swordmaster. I always talk about from the Last Samurai and Sandra Bullock, Marie Beetle, directed by David Leach, also has has a hand in. He's got a hand in the wiki universe. So I wonder, is this also? In the Wick universe, mm, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, be, I,
1: li- I like the nice touches, but
0: I, w- I wouldn't be too upset if it were. I, I guess no, I no, I would not be either. So, Roger, tell us uh, in less than ten thousand words what's Bullet Train. I was at ten thousand words because there's a lot. Going there's to a lot happening. Bullet.
1: I mean, the short version is Ladybug, Brad Pitt's character. Um, he's kind of like uh, a unlucky or hard luck uh, assassin. You know, he only takes jobs that, you know, he feels comfortable with anymore, and he ends up on this train, has to steal a case and get off, and then it's just a series of unfortunate events take place to, you know, for the next two hours of gunfights and sword fights and train crashes and explosions, and yeah, that's about it.
0: Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's, I mean, if if you don't like action movies, you're not going to like Bullet Train, so... I mean there's no there's not there's not going to be any convincing you I don't think if you're not in for the tarantino the mm-hmm. the, Tar- the Tarantinoesque style film here I don't think this is going to get you in and it's it's I mean Tarantino style meets meets John Wick a little bit meets I don't even know what else it meets it's just it's so much stuff kind of you know what it made, me move, it made me think about, and I know you probably thought about something like this too, is um, uh, Smoke and Aces. Yes, definitely. Where there's so much going on at one point that you just... Yeah, but there
1: are, there are five or six moving pieces happening, converge on one scene. Yep, absolutely got that vibe. All you those, know they made a the second one of those movies? They made three of them. Oh my god, really?
0: Yeah, the second one didn't... It just went straight to... It maybe had one of the smaller actors in it from the first one, but it didn't do anything. Hmm. Yeah, they made, I think they made a third one as well. Yeah, but I'm I mean, I'm a big fan of the first of Smoke and Aces. It's got a huge cast. Um, it, it's a wild
1: story, absolutely wild story.
0: Yeah, but man, it's a good action movie, and there's always yeah. something going down.
1: Sweet dude, movie for real.
0: And there's a, there's a, it gets like oddly dramatic when Pierre Piven he puts the pistol in his mouth and tries to pull a trigger but can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that's like that's super early Chris Pine as well. I don't know if you knew that, yeah. but. He's when he's, in the when uh yeah,
1: Jeremy Piven's character is all messed up after doing a line of coke in the bathroom. He's sitting there and he's crying and he's clapping his hands together with the cards and flicking the aces up into the air, just like <laughs> yes.
0: And uh, yeah, I just I love early Chris Pine. I love there's so much about that movie to love. I just, and Ryan Reynolds and oh, it's great. Just it's Ryan cool.
1: Reynolds, Ray Liotta, Chris Pine, Common, Alicia Keys, Andy Garcia. Who Else, Piven, Tatiana.
0: Uh, uh, wait, what's her name? She was in um,
1: uh, Taraji Henderson,
0: yes, Tra- Taraji P. Henderson. She was great. Um, who else? I'm sure we're forgetting, I'm sure we're forgetting people.
1: Oh, isn't Affleck or isn't Ben Affleck in there? Doesn't he get gunned down at the beach?
0: He might, I think he does, right? I'm, 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 let's, let's find out who we missed here. Smoking Aces 2006, let's see who we missed. Ray Liotta,
1: got Ray Liotta.
0: Um. Oh, Martin Henderson, uh, Martin Henderson from the Ring. He, he's yeah.
1: Affleck's fan. in there is Jack Dupree. Oh, Bateman's Andy. in there. Forgot about Bateman as yeah. the lawyer.
0: And Andy Garcia. Forgot about Andy Garcia. Yeah. Alicia Keys. Um. Yeah. It's just a lot of people. And Wayne Newton is. He's uh, he's credited also.
1: Oh, Joe Edgerton's in that movie. Forgot about that too.
0: Oh yeah, He's, he's,
1: the, he's, he's the, the guy, guy the, with the mask. Yeah,
0: he's the guy that can uh, like, look like anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, so that's yeah. They did make a Smoking Aces too. No, maybe maybe it was just a Smoking Aces two. Um, maybe there wasn't a third one, but it's got um, Smoking Aces two. Assassins Ball is a weird one though. It's uh, it's also got a decent cast. so It wasn't. I mean, Tom Berenger. Cool. Um, Crawford. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: oh, Tom Berenger's your main get, and if your movie's not called Sniper, I don't give a shit. <laughs> S-
0: S- sniper three with the
1: ultimate dude movie. Sniper. sniper. Thank you.
0: Sniper three with the three where the e should be by the before the r. Oh yeah, uh, you, know you know it. Vinny Jones is in that one. Good. Mm, yeah, it didn't. But it didn't do much, unfortunately. Tens of American dollars. Tens of American dollars. Much like the second Punisher film. Uh, all right, so let's talk about Bullet Train. There's a lot going on in Bullet Train. There uh, is. It's all these all these assassins lured to one place so they can be dealt all with. For all for different
1: reasons, all for the same endgame, though.
0: So that's what's interesting. And there's just, you know, I didn't try to figure this movie out. I just kind of went along for the ride, literally went along for the ride on the train. Just enjoy it, watch it unfold. But let's talk about how some of, some of the stylings of this. So Brad Pitt, Ladybug, he's kind of the sting the story kind of centers around. Is his character, and um, he's just he's just on a simple snatch and grab and get out of their mission. He grabbing something, getting off the train, always being yep. talked to, always being talked to from his handler Maria, um, trying to just talk him through everything, and then it's just a series of events keeps him from getting a hold of the one thing he's trying to get a hold of, and he gets wrapped up in this much larger assassin piece, which is it. It, it is very interesting at times, and I got to be honest, I. Had a great time watching this movie.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It really was a lot of fun. But look, I'll be honest. It's not like I said. It's not an Oscar winner. It's not it has the deepest story in the world. But there are interwoven narratives that do work out pretty well. It's pretty satisfying. I agree. I, I definitely enjoy it. Um, my wife was with me when we watched it. She thought it was hilarious um, because it's it's a good fun movie. Honestly,
0: I I, I agree, and I I like Joey King uh, as. Uh, the prince. She's she's kind of, um, she's kind of also calling the shots. And for for as young as she looks in this movie, mm-hmm. um, it's it's kind of interesting and impressive for for her to to control so much of the narrative here, especially with like uh, the weird way she commands, she gets someone to do bidding or at least not do what he wants to do by kind of sabotaging. And it, it's kind of a wonderful way to. I mean, she's like she's very Cersei esque. You know what I mean? Like she's very
1: manipulative and pulling all the strings. C word.
0: (laughs) C word. Yes. Um, But there's so much here. And like Logan Lerman, it took me a minute to realize he was the, he was the the brother. He was the one who, who first bleeds out on the train. Mm -hmm. Did you, did you know that was Logan Lerman from the outset or did it take you a minute to realize it?
1: No, I didn't know, but that's makes sense.
0: Um, see that's one of the interesting parts uh, he, only, he he's very selective in what he takes I'm, I'm surprised they got him to take this but let's talk about uh, Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor hmm. Johnson as brothers awesome yeah I was he's come a long way from kick ass yeah and he has come a long way from kick ass and I gotta, I gotta be honest I'm here for it um, he's one of my favorite young men in, in that in that space of you know that age group and whenever he's in something I get really excited because he's he has this unusual charisma but also, kind of commands presence on the screen. Uh, in real life, he's jacked. He's ripped. In real life, yeah. Um, not saying he's not in this, movie, but he's he's wearing a suit for most of the movie. Well, for all the movies, so you can't really tell. But he is. He does put in the work to be to be to look of a Hollywood leading man. And he does. I mean, he's a very handsome dude. Awesome, awesome mustache in this. Roger, as you pull
1: strong, it. very powerful.
0: And uh, him and his brother kind of also center around this story. Uh, him and his brother with handles of lemon and tangerine, <laughs> which are great handles, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're kind of a major influence here. And they're also, so everyone's searching for this goddamn case. So I, I guess one of the things it's mixed with is, in my mind, is, um, what's that movie, uh, One Best Picture, Everyone's Looking for the Money, Coen Brothers? What was that? Oh, The oh, nope. Country for Old Men. Yeah, with Javier Bardem, that weird thing that killed people. He's like, hmm, let me put this your forehead. Thump. Thump. Yeah, that's. it reminded me of that a lot. Um, And then, did it strike you weird that there was a lot of Americans on this train? I mean,
1: there's a a handful of Americans. I mean, but American people aren't allowed to go to Japan, right, Grayson? That's weird. Well, no,
0: stop. That's not what I mean. It is. Why why is Channing Tatum randomly in this movie for about, for like two scenes?
1: Because I bet you him and Brad Pitt are boys.
0: After the lost city. Think I bet you it?
1: after lost, well, cause think about it, right? It makes a lot of sense. Um, Channing Tatum's in here for what would have been one day's worth of a shoot, right?
0: Easily. Yeah.
1: You know, cause he's got what two minutes of screen time total, like legitimately two. Yeah. Um, Sandra Bullock's in this movie. She plays the narrator or I guess his, uh, his handler, but you actually see her at the very end. Right. So that's probably what, maybe two days
0: of shooting. Maybe a day. Yeah. Maybe two.
1: Yeah. Maybe two max. Right. So they were probably together one day on set and Brad was just like, Hey, you know, if you guys want to be in a role, you know, he's like, I got this thing called bullet train working on right now. We're just about to start. He goes, I might only need you for a couple of days total. And Chankton was like, hell yeah, I'll be with Brad Pitt. And Sandra Bullock's like, I want a million dollars. And Brad Pitt's like, okay. <laughs> Done. Because, you know, she just recorded all her lines right into a microphone and left. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, she she was on stage for a while. She had to have been. A day. <laughs> so let's, but, so, but yes, you're, you're you're not wrong. I mean. But oh, Channing yeah,
1: Tatum's in this movie looking for sex.
0: From Brad Pitt.
1: So, or anyone.
0: From Ladybug. No. <laughs> <laughs> or anyone, <laughs> <Literally> apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> indiscriminate.
0: <laughs> he doesn't care where it comes from. No. Hey, can I, if, if, if I give you money, will you wear this hat and glasses? Pause. Is this a sex thing? And Brad Pitt, after another pause, nope. Nope. <laughs> Love that. Um, what, what I found interesting about this movie was um, everyone knows of the White Death in this movie. Who is the villain in this movie? Everyone yep. knows the White Death. And, like, we keep hearing White Death. White Death is coming. White Death is going to be on the train eventually. We got to go. Didn't even
1: yeah. talk about that old Michael Shannon.
0: Yeah, that was... I loved how it was Michael Shannon. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, the stylized way they, you know, of... His people attacking that dojo and killing that Japanese family. I love that stylization. It reminded me a lot of the equalizer, the 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 final confrontation in, in the warehouse with the rain coming down and the lights on. Uh-huh. It's look, it's wonderful. Um, I mean it's very I mean a lot of Japanese stuff is very stylized in how they shoot it and how they edit. Oh yeah. And, and I mean they and, do their
1: they do their action. They take action very seriously.
0: Well, but what makes what I love about the leech, especially I'm gonna start calling the leech syndrome because he's the guy who's done it, is uh, a lot of the I mean, John Wick brought at least in here, it, it, in my mind, it brought some of that sword play really kind of front and center. Of, I mean, how some of those, how some of those guys use swords is just it's amazing. Like that, it's, yeah. it, it's like it's like watching one of the most one of the most perfect symphonies or orchestras in the world with a sword. And awesome just oh. to watch.
1: Oh yeah, they are very good at what they do, and they are absolutely implements of complete and utter death. <laughs> they are indeed,
0: so. and I, I love the. I love the elder and I love his, I love the father and the elder and their, their kind of storyline with their grandson.
1: Yep. Their story's good. All the way, all their stories interweave actually is pretty nifty how it plays out. So I
0: agree, but it's, it's a lot like smoke and aces because in smoke and aces, you find out that all the stories are also connected.
1: Yeah, Like in this one though, like you could never say, be like, well, I saw that coming. I saw this coming. Like you just can't, like, it's just not possible. So, but I mean, there's no real big surprise, but the way the stories shake out, like again, though, I did say is satisfying. So I was happy to happy to deal with that kind of stuff
0: let me ask let me ask this question Rodri, in all earnest now you know Mm -hmm. where we sit on marvel you know you and me we kind of bicker sometimes so sure that's right the very heart of this movie bullet train Mm -hmm. uh it's a it's you know it's it's a it's a pretty heavy action you know movie tons of moving parts a ton of structure value absolutely is it it fair to say that and i want to i'm not going to explain what i mean by that but it's kind of marvelish in a way
1: I don't. I don't really go that far. I mean, if you want to compare it to more recent actiony movies, maybe, but I don't really get the overarching Marvel kind of feel to it. it I mean, it's just a stylized action movie.
0: Well, but like, in I mean, and the fact that like some of these guys kind of act like superheroes, Uh and in, in the way that like, I mean, I, I could
1: see what you mean in that, but no, I didn't. I didn't think about it that way.
0: Okay, that's that's just my question. Is I kind of did for a while because a lot of these. I mean, these guys know. I mean. The, them, their characters don't know, but like we know that they know that they are invulnerable. And a lot of our Marvel characters are invulnerable. You know, it's just, it's one of those things that, I mean, I know the, the, um, the elder, he's not, none, no one on that train's taking him out. It's just not going to happen. No. And Brad Pitt doesn't seem to have any, or Ladybug seems to have zero fear of death. Zero.
1: Well, um, I mean, he's the luckiest unlucky man.
0: <laughs> sure. But I mean, it just, he was the most marvelous to me, was. Kind of the fact that he just, he was, I mean, he's like Star-Lord. He's just saying stupid, funny stuff sometimes. And, I mean, Brad Pitt's a much better actor than, what, what's his name, Chris Pratt. Chris but, Pratt,
1: your boy Chris Pratt?
0: No, he's not my boy. I'm saying that right now. Chris Pratt, he's, he's not my, not my boy. boy. <laughs> no, oh, I actually watched that this week, too. That's my boy. But, yeah. That's, I, I know. wow. I know.
1: Christ, I just, why?
0: I just, it was on. I was falling asleep. But, anyway, so... <laughs> Did did also this movie seem kind of Kill Bill-ish to you?
1: Okay, that one I'll agree with you with. There is definitely well, you I mean you you actually described how this movie the style of this movie very well earlier when you mentioned the Tarantino esque. Um I definitely got to Kill Bill vibes. Um Yeah. Kill Bill one and two. I mean, with a stylized Japanese action, you know, that's exactly what Kill Bill is. That was Tarantino's homage to stylized Japanese action, so I'm okay with that comparison.
0: Yeah, I, I really dug that. Um, it's just I've I've heard a lot of negative things about Bullet Train. I'm 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 not sure that some of the negativity is fair. Well,
1: it's all of the stuff that I've read about negativity is like the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense and that sort of thing. Listen, it's acted well. The fights are good. Listen, the story's soft. It just is, but that's not why you're here, right? You know, I say all the time that fun matters. Am I wrong?
0: No, you're right. 100% right.
1: What is Bullet Train? It's fun. It's fun. It's fun, grown-up action. Listen, this movie ain't for kids. This movie isn't for, you know, the late afternoon elderly Sunday crowd. It's not for them. This is a dude action movie.
0: But this but this movie also isn't talking to them. It's talking yeah, to no, them. No, it,
1: it's not. Yeah. Again, you know, we, we talk about movie. So, a little insight listeners out of how we actually pick the movies because we've had some deeper discussions about this recently and Grayson can attest to it we go through the list of what's coming out we try to try to plan what we're going to watch and we you know we have conversations about what we're going to be talking about and a lot of times we decide what we're talking about just based off how much we want to watch a certain movie and how we can relay it to people that listen to us bullet train is right up our alley for things we should be happy to talk about and it really does check that box, right?
0: I think so. Yes, of course.
1: Like this is like perfect for us. So which is also why we do ask for suggestions if people <laughs> want to give us movie suggestions, stuff we haven't seen yet.
0: Just saying. And, and there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that falls to the cracks. An example, you know, one week, a couple, like what, two years ago during like heavy COVID was we, we were looking for something to watch. And Chris was like, you know, I heard this thing on Amazon pretty good, The Vast of Night. Yep. It ended up being like one of our favorite things that of that year, hands down.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, now dude, the gold standard for cheap budget movies. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that, that, thats incredible. I mean, what's the We, we talked about something last. Or Spiderhead cost mm-hmm. what? Eighty million bucks.
1: A uh, hundred twenty million dollars. One
0: hundred twenty million dollars. Like you could make one hundred seventy-five. Vast of nights for one spider head for one spider. <laughs> for one spider I mean, Vast of night was less than $800,000 and it's yeah, it was
1: 775.
0: And it's a day. It's a solid eight or a nine, like hands down a solid eight or a nine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If not a 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I, I see what you're talking about, about bullet train. And that does matter. I think because, and I, I, those people that are very dismissive. and like, Oh, it's a guy movie. Like, hold on a second, but Wait, it's
1: not just a guy movie.
0: I'm saying, but even if you're even if you're not one, of, even if you're not that the demographic that we just said, got, if, if you're not a guy in his you know you know teens, twenties, thirties, forties, you
1: can eighteen still, to forty five,
0: <laughs> you can still really love this movie and have your own reasons why. There's nothing saying yeah. it's not because you – it's not like oh that's not that's not targeted at me. Well, I mean, if if, if you had fun watching it, then the movie's targeted to you. So well, I mean, my movie is fun. my
1: wife who is my age in our early forties, um, absolutely thought Bullet Train was hilarious. She thought the action was good and thought it was very funny because Bullet Train is very funny, as well as very good action-y. So, think about it like that: action comedy. I wouldn't quite go that far, but there were some very funny moments in Bullet Train.
0: I agree. Like when, when, uh, when uh, Ladybug steals the antidote from the Hornet, mm-hmm. and she's like crawling away because she's bleeding out of every orifice. He's like, "You want some? You want some sparkling water? You want some water? You want some? Or how about
1: when?" When uh, the wolf actually kills himself,
0: that's <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, it's. I mean, and, and like I, I know it's in the trailer, but when um, uh, Taylor Johnson's character Taylor, Taylor Johnson's character Tangerine and Ladybug Brad Pitt are fighting in the in the whatever car that the that the snack person used to refill her tray or her mm-hmm. cart, and then they just stop when she walks in, and she's like, "Anything?" And he's like, "You know what? I, I think I will have a sparkling water."
1: But you know what, though? So I actually – I appreciate that they actually cut out for the, the, the trailer the one part where he makes the other guy pay for it because yeah. he doesn't have any money. Yeah, no. That's awesome. And then he immediately takes a big old sip. He's like, you sure you don't want to drink? He's like, no. So he closes the top and then immediately hits him right in the face with it. <laughs> Which
0: would hurt like a mother. It would just
1: – Oh, my right. god. The big thick glass bottle. Like,
0: like Voss water? Yeah. It would hurt like uh-huh. hell. Oh my goodness! But like that's funny, and it's it's clever. And anyone who says it isn't, you're looking for reasons. You're trying real hard to look for reasons to not like this movie. You know what I mean? Like you actually have to try. It's not like this movie. It's not like this movie. I I, I think I think that's fair. I'm I'm I may be being a little. I mean, may, okay, Roger. Well, you tell me. I, I'm a pretty emotional guy. When I like someone, like something. Am I being unfair in saying that?
1: No, nothing wrong with it. that statement at all.
0: I, don't, I mean, you really have to try to like this movie. Now, I understand, like, it not being a cup of tea, fine. Uh, but not liking it is a whole different issue. Because I I don't like, I mean, I talk about all the time how I respect, you know, Midsummer and Hereditary for what they are. And people that love those movies love them for the reasons they're just, that is not my cup of tea at it all. It is but, not. But I still respect it for the quality that people love it for. And, you know, it's just not my thing. So, but I can admit that. So it's just, I think a lot of times people confuse analysis of a film with their own personal take on it. And I think that, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's a hard thing to separate if you don't, you know, actively do this. But I mean, I get caught up in that sometimes too, I'll, I'll admit, but I mean, I tried to separate my own feelings from what I thought the movie actually deserved. And mm-hmm. I, know, I know it's harder sometimes, but I, do, I mean, know. it's
1: hard. It's harder to score something a little bit lower just because he, when you like it. But I mean, we talk about that all the time. You can like a bad movie. That's OK. It doesn't necessarily make it good. It does. It does make it harder to judge movies that way, though. You know, for I, think sure. so I mean, yeah, it's,
0: it's definitely. And I mean, for, I mean, I love the appearance of Ryan Reynolds. That's not a spoiler <laughs> <by> <laughs> because you have no idea. You have, trust no, me, I, so yeah, it's so far
1: out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: I mean, I love the appearance of Ryan Reynolds. I almost... I Okay, so if I hadn't seen, you know, Michael Shannon's name in... If I hadn't seen certain people's name in, like... If I hadn't known they were in the movie and they hadn't shown up yet, mm-hmm. I would have assumed that after seeing Ryan Reynolds... Well, that was actually before. But like the, 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 the cast of characters in this movie, like... This is absolutely something that Keanu Reeves could have fit right in. Perfectly could have just fit right in this movie. Sure. I mean... I like, I was happy that he didn't because Lech is like, maybe this is connected to Wix somehow, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's just the thing is like, I mean, but it's one of those movies that it could have, you know, he could have been in this movie and it wouldn't hurt it. Um, I was happy to see Michael Shannon show up though, because he's a weird boy. Michael Shannon's got a weird, he's
1: so good though.
0: Yes. He he's really incredible, like,
1: what isn't? has he ever been bad in?
0: Uh, not a whole lot, actually. And you know, there, there's actually, I worked with a guy in Pittsburgh one time. We did a, we shot a, a little commercial that, um, he actually roomed with Michael Shannon for several years and he has all kinds of stories. I'm trying to get him to come on the show and talk to those stories. He's, he's actually
1: no get Michael Shannon on this show. No,
0: he's actually trying to get Michael Shannon to come on, to call in and be on the show. Yes. So good. That's my, I was trying to make it happen for this week, but it just wasn't happening. But I mean, there's a possibility of that happening in the near future. I'm always, I'm always talking to this guy about Michael Shannon. So. That's interesting. Good. But um, I mean, you're right though. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon has an
1: open invitation to the show always. all the time.
0: But he kills it with his character in, in this movie too. He does such a good job uh, as you know as the guy he's playing, and it's like it's not out of character. I mean, sorry, it's not out of universe. Uh, it's it's not out of you know like oh well, of course he. You know, it's it's right. It fits within the narrative in the universe of the movie, and that's what's important to me as a film lover. Is is everything fit? Is everything diegetic in its own movie? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, so, I mean, the script isn't great in Bullet Train, but does it need to be?
1: No, I think it works.
0: You know, the script doesn't have to be good. And since we've already referenced it, Kill Bill is a movie that both needs it needs a good action sequence set up, and also it needs a good script. Yep. But that's one of the few like action comedies of the. Tarantino style that actually needs both, you know. A lot of those movies they don't need both; they just need to be fun action movies. That's all they need to be, and that's all they are, and it's fine. And we we, we watch a dozen of them a year, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But I mean, the thing: this script isn't strong, um, and it's it's very convoluted, and it's you know, people die and they come back. And it's like what the hell? Huh. Um, although, if you really if you really are paying attention, you would none of that would be a surprise because you'd understand why some of the things happen that they do. I was just mm-hmm. I was just so into the movie that I didn't I had forgotten that one one character drank something and it's like oh crap I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I was just so into it. I was I mean I had a great time with this movie. I can't say that enough. What do you not like about this movie, Roger? And, and there are a few things that I didn't like.
1: Um, it's probably a little longer than it needed to be. I don't necessarily think as a bad thing because you get more good stuff that way. But it's I mean, the movie comes in slightly over two hours long, which is kind of weird. Um, I think. Uh, it gets a little weird after, you know, they get to the final point for the train. Uh, the movie takes a different turn there. Um, other than that, though, I'm okay with it.
0: Um, I, I had a lot of I had a lot of trouble with some things. Um, first of all, that last sequence is fucking banana sandwich crazy. Like,
1: yeah, holy a little, a little, a little too much.
0: Like we're talking like that King Kong Godzilla fight around those U.S. Uh, military carriers like we're talking mm-hmm. like we're talking like half of, well no like thousands of US military members dead and like we're talking like Transformers level fight in the city like just hundreds of thousands of people dead with all these buildings crumbling in midday like just dead um, but like that when this train goes off the rail in the end it's like this little town I mean you're thousands of people dead never to be seen again, burned up in a fire, buried in the rubble. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yep. that sequence is so crazy. And all the characters that need to survive it do. And that kind of bothers me a little bit because it's so, the, the, the chances of one person surviving that is like one in hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the chance of five characters surviving that. I mean, we have, we have a better chance of winning the lottery tomorrow twice than that happening. But that's my point though. It's like, it's so fucking crazy. I think if anything doesn't fit, that the, the last 10 minutes doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. That's,
1: that's yeah, so that's definitely, you yeah.
0: know. That's one of my big things. is, And it's also, I think, kind of needlessly convoluted. And if you do what you said, Rod, you know, you take out 5 or 10 minutes, perhaps you can eliminate an entire thread and then make it less convoluted. Possibly. Make it less confusing, or
1: or make it four hours long and have ten thousand people in this movie, and then I'm also okay with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the way to do it. Otherwise, But it's one or the other. You know, you make a you make a quick hour forty five action, or you make a four hour cut. You know?
1: Yeah, why not? Like Kill Bill's four hours long, isn't it?
0: When you put it together, it's like four and a half. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, perfect.
0: But it's it's I mean, Kill Bill needs to be that long.
1: Yeah, Kill Bill's a hell of a story.
0: It is. It really is very stylish. This movie is
1: not Kill Bill.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, but I mean, it's not—it's not, not Kill Bill. I mean, it's not—it's it's not like this movie sucks. Sucks. To, sucks. S U um, X. Ooh, edgy. Cool. I know. I know. <laughs> sucks cocks dicks. Remember uh, hot tub time machine? No. Okay. Never mind.
1: Wow, this just went off the rail.
0: <laughs> Indeed, sir. Uh, I, I mean, some other thing I didn't like. I, I didn't like how long it took to get to the end. Because we were all wondering who the hell is the White Death. Yep. And I mean, we could have, I think, gotten there a little sooner. Did we need the the elder to get on the train? And it, like, I feel like they needed the writers. I feel like the writers of this, and, and then this is, this is adapted from uh, a, a novel, a Japanese novel. I feel like the writers felt that they had to find some way to cram a ton of exposition into a short time. And the way to do that, was to get the elder on the train and have him tell people why he's there.
1: Sure. I definitely understand that.
0: But I mean, otherwise a lot, a lot of the movie doesn't make sense. So you, you kind of have to craft it that way from the beginning, which I'm fine with. Um, but it's again, it, I don't think it works to the movie's strength to do that. I think that really slows everything down. I mean, it gives you breathing room before the last, the last act finally kick kicks off and everything just goes to hell. Sure. Um, I, I guess I didn't like how some of these characters were kind of all knowing, uh, Jamie King's character is a yeah, Jamie King character seemed to know Joey
1: King, jo- the princess,
0: jo- jo- Joey King. She seemed to know things she couldn't have for watched.
1: Grayson's yeah. favorite movie, kissing booth <laughs> one, two and one,
0: three two and three. I'll have you know. Thank you. Kissing booth trilogy, <laughs> the kissing booth trilogy, Grayson's favorite trilogy of all time. Yes. Uh, I thought that she knew things she couldn't have known. And, I mean, all the characters, you know, it's funny how they they did they describe this train as 16 cars long, yet some of the editing kind of suffers because someone is, like, we see someone on a, on a dead, like, beeline to find someone, so they must be walking the cars quick. And then 10 minutes later, they finally show up. Yep. So, I mean, that's a problem for me. I don't know if that's a... I don't know if that'd fall into the pacing issue, but that's a problem for me, editing-wise, is... How, I mean, it would take you, I bet you it would take you two minutes to walk a 16-car bullet train, Min- maximum. Mm,
1: I don't know. That's, that's a lot longer than you think it might be.
0: Okay. I mean, that's just my my ignorant, my ignorant ignorant with uh, my ignorance with uh, bullet trains, but it can't take that long to walk 16 cars with a bullet train, right?
1: Well, let's find out. You keep talking. I'll do some quick math.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, I, I, I guess I didn't like how every character that needed to be in the story at the time was always where they needed to be. What?
1: That's that's how movies work.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) but it's just in in a in a in a a film with with when your setting's a train, uh, it's just it's it's an awful it's an awful convenience every time they all find each other when they need to find each other. So on an
1: average bullet train, okay, a car is twenty five meters, which is eighty two feet long.
0: How 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 big is eighty two feet? How long is a football field?
1: Uh, a hundred yards. So three cars, three and a half cars for a hundred yards.
0: Interesting. So how long would it take you to walk football field, do you think? If you're walking at a normal pace or, or like a, maybe a quite a slightly quickened pace.
1: I mean, to, to, to run a hundred meters world record speed, world record speed is like 10 seconds.
0: Okay. So let's say, let's say 30 seconds per car. No, that's, that's still too too long.
1: I, yeah. yeah, it's still too long.
0: About maybe I don't about, know.
1: About it five, wouldn't two. it wouldn't take you as long as it seems to take these folks, oh, okay. but it would it would be a lengthy walk though.
0: Right. Fine, that's my point though. It'd be it'd be a lengthy walk. Um, but I mean it just the plot convenes this movie kind of it kind of goes out the wazoo. Yeah, Cuz
1: remember, you do have to open two doors at the end of each car too, so that would slow you down slightly.
0: do. And I love when Speaking of opening car, he's when he remember when he um, he rigged that one door not to open. He's like, just call me MacGyver. golf
1: club. Just call <laughs> call me.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, it, there wasn't a whole lot more outside I didn't like, uh, but some things I loved was I loved the acting sequences, uh, the, the choreography, man, I loved, uh, the sword play in the end, I thought was fantastic. When that guy was cutting up those henchmen, those uh yakuza mob henchmen, mm, 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 awesome. Mm. awesome, just. Man, what those what those swords can do! What what like we can do with editing and technology to show these cG fights is just it's really awesome what we can do with that. I really yeah, remember.
1: it's it's incredible how how far CG has upped you know fight scenes. It's weird yeah. to think about that because everyone's like, oh, you know, you have to do use expensive CG for like make people fly and shapeshift, and how about just ninja fights? What's up
0: all the time, please? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, characters. Favorite character, Roger. And this is a question I was. I'm very excited to ask you. Favorite favorite question. or favorite character in this movie.
1: Tangerine.
0: Tangerine is also my favorite character. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I mean, mm. I already I already kind of said it because I love um Aaron Taylor Johnson, but um yeah, he's wonderful. Um, I'd love to. I mean, the only. Oh, So the only story of all of these that I think had any emotional resonance was their story. Was a Lemon and tangerine story, Brothers. Yeah, it was a good story. And it's like, its I'm not quite sure anyone else's story really kind of got to me the way their story did. I'm not, and I'm not sure any of them were meant to the way we got into Lemons and Tangerines. Does, does that make sense? I mean, I would
1: say they're as much as the star of this movie is Brad Pitt's character.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. But I mean, he's a much bigger name. But oh, sure, of course. But I mean,
1: Brian Tyree Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson are excellent actors. So
0: they both are. And I know we mentioned last week. I briefly mentioned, um, and I posted this story on our social media. But Brian Tyree Henry's obsession with Brad Pitt's golden hair—I <laughs> <laughs> find that just like charming and hilarious. It's like wholesome and hilarious at the same time. Cause yeah. you know you, you know those two are boys now. You, you, you know that these guys are just best friends now. You, you know. Yeah. That. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I I do love it, and I do love the post the the post credit scene. Um. What we get? You didn't see that, did you?
1: No, I didn't know it was post credit scene for Bullet Train.
0: It's a shame. You see why? You see what happens to Brian Tyner? How his character after falling off the train comes back into play. It's wonderful. No,
1: but I'll have to take a look at it.
0: Driving a tangerine truck, which makes it all. Oh, you know what I
1: did? See, I did see that. I saw that.
0: Very fitting. Very awesome yeah. way to end that. I thought was 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 great. Yeah, I thought
1: you meant there was something all the way at the end of the credits, and I was I like, "Was, was there?"
0: At the end of the credits, because the person selling me my drink and my popcorn said there was nothing.
1: No, say, yeah, like uh, our local AMC has a sign has a, a list of movies posted. and It says end credits. And it tells you if there's a mid credit and an end credit scene. And they've been 100% accurate so far. I don't think they would gain anything by lying about that. So,
0: okay, yeah. um, So, yeah, it is
1: something I appreciate.
0: Yeah, no, I I do too. I don't want to. Credit sequences can be several minutes. And sometimes when you got to pee, you got to pee.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I definitely have gone to the restroom and come back in to watch end credit scenes before.
0: (laughs) Because I had a a large uh, cherry vanilla pib. Did you it was, fancy? It was it was, it was good. I gotta say, I, I don't often go for the soda, but man, it was good. It was it was a nice little. Billy train.
1: likes soda.
0: <laughs> Billy likes Billy likey. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy that, but I had the pee real bad, so I didn't see whatever it was after that. But. I made wee wee's. Mm, um, there's a movie like Bullet Train. It's a shame it's not making more money, and and I say that because it's. We live in a world where movies, where where semi-decent movies like Bullet Trains suffer other people saying the movie sucks, don't watch it.
1: I haven't heard anybody say that. I have some people that do have problems with the movie. But like I said, I don't think it's perfect, but it's definitely a watchable movie.
0: Well, watchable and sucks are two different, I mean, very two very different things if you ask me. Sure,
1: absolutely. I agree with that.
0: It's. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of hate on Twitter for this one. I'm just, I'm not sure why. I just, I don't get why there's a lot of social media hate for this movie. I was going in, I was expecting this movie to really suck because of that. And I came out pleasantly surprised that it did not suck.
1: I hate most things I see on Twitter anyway, so.
0: Well, Twitter's the, Twitter and TikTok are the bottom, bottom feeding barrel of our society. So, um. I know that's a bold statement coming from me, but I mean, I just, I don't like either one. But that said, why didn't you say anything? I expect you to comment on that, Roger. You didn't comment.
1: Nope.
0: Fair enough. All right. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I just, hmm. I, this movie is very, perfectly watchable and I don't like how it's getting so much hate. I just, that's where I'll put a period on, on that, but um. There's a lot of good in this movie. There's a lot of interesting things in this movie too. A lot of well I mean I don't want to say a lot. There's some there's some really great cinematography too. Some really great shots, some really interesting and inventive camera work that I thought was kind of interesting too. So with with that, Roger, we should move into scoring this bad boy.
1: And scoring time? Ooh. Scoring
0: time.
1: You wanna go first or you want me to go first?
0: Uh I'll go first. I All right. I'm I'm very comfortable uh, giving Bullet Train a six. Um it's I thought it was very watchable um it had a great cast of characters not only did it have a good cast of characters it had a wonderful cast which is yes. in, these, in these kind of movies it's kind of a rarity to have as good a cast as this movie did I mean everyone's very good in what they do uh, I like the I loved the kind of the, the melding of of you know, kind of American style action with Japanese style with Tarantino, like you know, like Tarantino is, I think, the melding of American and Japanese kind of action sequences a little, a little bit.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, mean,
0: I love that style of filmmaking. So, I mean, I was all in from the get go from this, and I, I, I laughed. I, I barely laughed a few times in this movie, and it's oh yeah,
1: there are some definite jokes that just hit so strong.
0: <laughs> some great bangers, like really good bangers that just hit, and just like one word, and then you just laugh. So, yeah, I'm really comfortable giving this one a six.
1: Sure, Uh, which is good because that's actually where I was going to give it to. Um, I think a six is where it it stands here. It's funny. It's uh, got really good action. Uh, It's paced pretty well until like the last 20 minutes. Uh, I'll be honest with you on that, which is kind of what brings it down for me. Um, It's funny. Um, The acting is great. The the characters, you can tell they had a good time making this movie, which is important, I think. Uh, But a six is where it's at for me.
0: You know, I, it was a six and a half, but the ending, the la- that, that ending, I just I couldn't get behind. So uh, that's what took it from a six and a half to a six for me. So that's where I'm sitting with that one. But oh no, I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Bullet Train. I really am. I mean, for the same for the same way, I'm like a huge fan of Starship Troopers. <laughs> like, yes, it's, it's just great to watch, man. Casper Van Dien. It's just the perfect terrible '90s casting.
1: Because everybody should be a big fan of that.
0: What of Starship Troopers? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those like everything came together to make this silly piece of uh, Paul Verhoeven stylings movie of men on different, men and women on different planets fighting giant bugs with giant guns and very dramatic and emotional scenes that don't really, that like are way more dramatic and emotional than they should ever be in a movie like that. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: love this. Love it, love it, love it. Also, as an aside, I did a little research. Um, I had to read in the IMDb uh, trivia, but Antoine Fuqua was the original director, and he wanted it to be a pretty serious diehard on a train type movie. That means no jokes, no lightheartedness, all action all the time.
1: I mean, I'm here for a diehard on a train, don't get me wrong, but I'm happy with what we got.
0: I think we got the better version. I think Letch gave us a better version than Fuqua would have given us. Um, I mean I'm not saying I mean,
1: Antoine Fuqua can make a damn fine movie so
0: yeah you can I just don't think I think the movie we saw was the better of the, of the two products although I can't be like casting would have been whole casting absolutely would have been very different uh, story would have been very different but I'm glad that we got the one we got because I had a lot of fun with it so hmm. that's where we will put a period on bullet train which we definitely say you should watch if you're a fan of any kind of good action all right, Roger, this has been episode 291A of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode hey. every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two. Rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am a Grayson Maxwell one.
1: I am at Roger Jillian.
0: And don't forget to check out the Facebook page, always posting things on social media. Check us out on Twitter as well. Uh, um, send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next Jamail. week Gmail. Yes, next week we're taking a look at Prize Fighter on Amazon and Day Shift on Netflix. It's a double streaming week.
1: Double streams. Yes.